Anyone who's been online or in debates talking with atheists has heard an objection like this. Is it a good one? Well, not really, right? So the reason you have for not believing in all these other gods, Mr. Mr. Christian, is the same reason I don't believe in your God. The thing that I want to ask is, really? Is that really the case? So much like most online atheist memes, this one just falls flat the instant we even apply the most superficial scrutiny to it. So does the atheist who asserts that they, re that they really disbelieve in my God and all other gods for the same reason that I disbelieve in all other gods, are they being epistemologically consistent? Well, let's think about it. Why do I believe in my God and disbelieve in other gods? Well, one reason is because I believe that in the necessity of at least the God of classical theism for the transcendental facts of reality to even possibly exist. So you don't believe in the God of classical theism because you believe the God of classical theism is at least necessary, Mr. Atheist? Probably not. What about the fact that I believe in the necessity of at least the God of classical theism for the facts of objective moral values and duties to even possibly exist and to be authoritative in the lives of morally sentient beings? So, Mr. Atheist, you don't believe in the God of classical theism because you believe the God of classical theism is at least necessary? Again, probably not. Another reason why I believe in, in the God of classical theism and deny the gods uh, of, of other religions and other worldviews is that there's, I believe, sufficient and, and good and compelling evidence uh, for things like the authority of the Bible and the Old and New Testaments, for the evidence of the historical plausibility uh, of the person and work of Jesus of Nazareth and his resurrection from the dead. I think there's evidence for the reality of things like historical type and anti-type fulfillment and prophetic fulfillment in the person and work of Jesus Christ as described in the scriptures. And I also believe that there's an inner witness of the Holy Spirit as a personal warranting condition for my own belief. So, Mr. Atheist, you deny the existence of God because you think all those things are true? Again, probably not. So to get around this, someone like Stephen Woodford from Rationality Rules, in replying to William Lane Craig, seems to not only not know any of these warranting conditions for why Christians believe in one God and categorically deny others, but he also just waters down what little force this objection would even have in the first place to a point of just being utterly trivial. He reframes it as simply, I'm not convinced of the evidence for your God, just like you aren't convinced of the evidence for other gods. Well, if that's all that this objection is meant to mean, that we do not believe the things that we are not convinced of, that's just an appeal to personal incredulity. And who cares? What's the point of the objection then? Anyone could use that for any position that they're not convinced of as, as an objection to it. The young earth creationists could look at the evol evolutionists and say, well, I disbelieve in evolution for the same reason you disbelieve in all other failed theories of speciation. 
I just disbelieve in one more than you. I'm just not convinced of the evidence. Okay, who cares if you disbelieve or not? The question is whether or not it's true and whether or not the evidence is good. And Woodford likely would come back and say something like, but we have all of this evidence for evolution. So fair enough. But Woodford recast the objection as merely a statement of personal incredulity. I'm not convinced of evidence for this certain position. But again, if the objection to Christian theism is just the bald statement of one's own incredulity, then the objection just has no teeth. It's pointless. It's just waxing autobiographically about something you don't believe in. Just like the young earth creationist who says, well, I'm not convinced of the evidence for evolution. Woodford and the atheists are saying, well, you know, I'm just not convinced of the evidence for theism. Well, if, if Woodford wants to then go to look at the quality of the evidence, an argument for a position, which he should do, and thankfully at least he tries to do sometimes in his videos, unlike many online atheists, which I appreciate him for, then he's moving away from the original objection that he just isn't convinced. And so even he's abandoning the own objection. This, by the way, is the same problem with John Loftus's outsider test for faith. When I use the same justifications and questions for other worldviews and religions as I do for my own, again, something like the necessity of grounding for transcendental facts of reality, for objective morality, for the intelligibility of the cosmos and the applicability of elegant mathematics to it, for the fine-tuning and specified complexity that we see in nature and biodiversity, for the resurrection and so forth, I find all of these other worldviews and religions uh, wanting or even just flat out false. In addition, notice that when the atheist wants to appeal to my disbelief in other worldviews and religions as analogous to theirs, they also then would need to give up their silly use of the term atheism to mean lack theism or I just merely lack a belief and therefore I can get away from my burden of proof. If they're comparing their beliefs about my God to my beliefs about other gods and worldviews, then it's either disanalogous or their belief isn't a lack of belief. For I don't lack a belief in Vishnu or Thor or Zeus or Allah or naturalistic materialism. I positively disbelieve. That is, the entailment of my belief, the contraposition of, of my belief that Christian theism is true, has the logical corollary that those other positions are false. I believe that they're false. I don't have some kind of tabula rasa naive lack of belief. I have a belief that they are false. So if they want to come up with something that's analogous to my beliefs about other, uh, about other religions and other worldviews, then they would have to admit that theirs is analogous to it. Otherwise, the analogy just fails. So the next time an online atheist tries saying that they don't believe in God for the same reasons that we Christians don't believe in other gods, be excited that they've just admitted that God is the necessary ground of being. But probably not. Maybe just challenge their epistemic consistency with their rather juvenile rhetoric in this kind of objection. So again, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you appreciated this content. As always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, commendations, or condemnations, please feel free to email me at freethinkerpodcast at gmail.com. Visit the blog at freethinkerpodcast.blogspot.com or join and come on by and join the discussion at the Freethinker group page on Facebook. Good night and God bless.